Alright guys, what's going on? Decided to go for a walk today, it's a, a pretty warm, well pretty warm, it's about 16 degrees, so it's not too bad, but it's not exactly a scolder, it's not that hot, so I'm just crossing the road, so it might be a bit loud, but um, Patinka and Chris and the crew, everyone else, who've been interested in transcribing a bunch of episodes asked if I could make some more so I thought I would start with something a little bit different um I thought I would start with a sort of walking with Pete story time um style episode now where I guess I can talk to you guys while I'm walking and tell you a story about I guess my past or something interesting that I've experienced Again, just another excuse to give you new vocab and hear me talk about different things. So I thought today I would tell you about the worst date that I'd ever been on. So the worst date I've ever been on. So until recently, I had used Tinder. I had used, um, what's the other one called? Happen is another app that you can use for dating where it was a nice way of sort of meeting complete strangers who weren't in your circle of friends from work or from the gym you go to, etc. So that's why I kind of like those apps. And before that, I had on occasion given my number to women that I'd met out and about, whether I was at a cafe or I just, I don't know saw someone somewhere and decided this person looks interesting and fun so I'll give them my number and ask if they want to get coffee. So I used to live in Newport. Newport is a suburb in the southwest of Geelong. Geelong. In the southwest of Melbourne. (laughs) Um, And I decided one day we were at a cafe and there was this beautiful waitress serving us and we had a bit of a connection. She was getting my jokes and laughing at stuff I was saying and like one of those girls who just is really friendly straight off the bat. So she wasn't very reserved, didn't ignore us, was keen to sort of joke around and and chat. So I was there with a friend and by the end of the time that we were having coffee and probably lunch, I decided, ah, I'm going to give this girl my number. I'm going to, you know, give her my number and say, if you're keen for coffee sometime, let me know and and let's go grab coffee. So I ended up giving this girl my number and, you know, you get really nervous before you leave, you know what you want to do. And so I was sort of half shaking, but ended up saying, you know, um, here's my number. My name's Pete. If you want to catch up sometime, let me know. And so that happened, which was good. She ended up calling me and we arranged a time to meet up, to catch up and and go out and have dinner in Newport. And I remember thinking, she said to me when we were organising the time, she said, can we make sure it's between seven and nine o'clock? And I remember thinking, that's a bit weird. Normally you kind of have, I guess, no real upper limit. And It wasn't that big a deal because I had to go out to a gig in the evening anyway. I think from 10 o'clock I was going to a concert, a carnival concert. And carnival's a band that I love here in Australia. 
um, from Perth, from Western Australia, a really good progressive rock band. So it didn't bother me too much. Um, so we met up, I was waiting outside and she walked up to this pizza restaurant in Newport where we were going to go have dinner and straight away I could see I wasn't going to follow up with the date because she's a, she was a smoker and I'm not really a massive fan of, of cigarettes, of smoking because I, um, when I was younger both of my grandparents passed away from really horrible cancers as a result of smoking and so partially because I just am not fond of the smell of it and also because of you know the events of having close relatives who I love die from cancer I just always hated smokers and smoking and smoking so instantly I was like yeah okay we can hang out and chat but I don't think you know that this is going to go anywhere partly also because I don't really want to force people to change for me right like you never really want to start a new relationship under the premise or under the sort of um, assumptions that someone's going to change for you so we sit down she sits down there in front of the the restaurant with me because she said she was going to explain why we had to do it between seven and nine because I remember I was asking her I said well what's the what's the deal how come you've got to be gone so early and so we sat down and she's like I've got narcolepsy and I said narcolepsy that's something I've seen in you know one of those Adam Sandler movies or something where it's a disease or a I don't th- I don't think I think it's a neurological disorder right where you fall asleep um, at random times because of potential external stimuli or for you know absolutely no reason at all and apparently she was telling me that she had I think it was called cataplexy narcolepsy where it's caused by things that she's afraid of so when she gets scared of something or has something that she's thinking about that she finds repulsive or gross she um, passes out for half an hour and, and falls asleep on the spot and so she wanted to tell me that because she was like I take medication during the day so that I stay awake and I come off it at night so I can obviously go to sleep so obviously while she's working she doesn't want to pass out randomly while she's serving customers so she takes this uh, medication this whatever the drug is in order to stay awake but then in the evenings as she's coming off the medication she's more likely to fall asleep um, as a result of having narcolepsy so we were sitting there and I was like well what is it what is what is it caused by and she told me that it was just anything she has a phobia of and I was like all right Um, and she told me not to call the ambulance she said if this happens I have to tell you now so you don't call the ambulance if it happens because I'm not sick well I'm not you know gonna die or anything I have this this I guess it's a disease but it's not fatal or anything. I just fall asleep and then I wake up again and we can keep going along with our night. So I was like a bit taken aback and I'd never met anyone with narcolepsy. So I always thought it was like a, one of those things that you know no one has that you've heard of once because of a movie. So we have dinner, we, we order a pizza, we sit down, she sits next to me on the right side. Um, I think we were on like a, a bench somewhere so we were sitting next to one another 
having pizza and as it just comes out instantly she um I think she was asking me about what what pets that I used to have did I like any animals and all that sort of stuff and so I was like yeah back in the day I used to have um you know dogs and cats and everything so that was you know the standard thing but then I mentioned that I also had reptiles and that I had lizards and that I currently owned a two meter long black-headed python so a black-headed python they're a native species of snake in Australia and that freaked her out I didn't even really realize at the time she was just saying oh gross that's really disgusting and I thought all right someone who doesn't like snakes will just change the topic and as I was trying to change the topic, she kept coming back to it and kept saying, why do you have a snake? Oh, that's so gross. Um, and then all of a sudden, it, it was really weird. It looked like she was having a bit of a stroke. And I remember she was um, sort of lolling to one side, turned away from me and wasn't looking at me. And I was a bit sort of like, what is going on? Because I'd actually sort of forgotten about what she was telling me. And I asked if she was okay and <laughs> she... She turned around slowly, looked at me and said, I'm fine, and then passed out in my lap. Literally stone cold, asleep, snoring. She had drool coming out of her mouth. She was just dead to the world, out of it, and in my lap. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so... I kind of didn't know what to do with that situation at the time. It was interesting. I was sitting there. I'd met this girl about half an hour prior to this and was just eating dinner. And then all of a sudden she was asleep on my lap um, in this restaurant. So I sat there for a good 10 minutes, just, you know, trying to be as natural as possible, trying not to be awkward and was just sort of, you know, trying to comfort her I guess although she was completely unconscious and was just hoping oh my gosh I hope she wakes up I hope she wakes up soon this is really awkward um and I had to I was kept looking at the watch because it ended up I think we waited half an hour and she hadn't woken up so I was kind of like okay is she just gonna stay asleep is there a point where I should worry and call the ambulance or you know like because even though she'd said that I was like oh how seriously do I take that? So in the end, I sort of got impatient and um, I just walked up to the people working at the restaurant because by then they'd seen us and seen that she'd fallen asleep. And I said to them, I said, well, she's got narcolepsy. I said that she was my girlfriend actually because, you know, it would have been a little weird if I'd said it was a first date. And so I said, yeah, my girlfriend's got narcolepsy. Um, I need you to help me put her in the car and take her you know, I'll take her home and put her to bed. Because at the time I was like, well, what the hell? I can't just stay in this restaurant. What the hell am I going to do? I guess I have to take her back to my house and put her on the couch or something and, and just wait for her to wake up before I go out to this, this gig. So I remember picking her up. The guy, one of the waiters working at the restaurant opens the door to the restaurant, lets me out. He, he comes to my the car that I had at the time and opens the door and... The whole time while I'm carrying this unconscious uh, woman through the street, the whole time I remember just thinking, please God, don't wake up. <laughs> please God, do not wake up 
and you know start screaming what what are you doing where are you taking me any of that I it was just such an awkward situation so I end up putting her in the car putting the seatbelt on her driving back to mine which was only about five minutes up the road I had to pull her out of the car climb up up these stairs as it was um we my house was on the second floor so I had to climb up there and then I put her on the couch and at the moment I put her down on the couch she woke up and I was like oh god here we go but strangely enough the first thing that she said was just do you have some chocolate that was I shit you not that was the first the first concern of hers after waking up and being in a stranger's house do you have any chocolate <laughs> so that was definitely the strangest date that I have ever had um, I've never had anything past surpass that 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 has been the definitely the weirdest date I ever went on and needless to say you know I <laughs> took care of her got her home that night but we didn't catch up again unfortunately um, but yeah, far out. I, that was definitely an, an incredibly interesting event. Something that I'll never forget, I don't think, until the day I die. So, all you people out there with narcolepsy, I feel for you. I feel for you, especially in the dating world. It's not easy. So, I hope you enjoy this um, story time walking with Pete episode, guys. I'll try and do some more in the future. Let me know what you think and I'll chat to you soon. Peace out.